Welcome to Hot Takes and Beer Breaks. We were over-intoxicated and under-informed. We're just three dudes talking news and drinking booze. I'm John. I'm Jason. And I'm Justin. So if you could go back in time and tell your younger self to learn one skill, this is a very strict rule. You can't tell them what's going on. You can't be like, hey, this is going to happen. Invest in Bitcoin or whatever. Yep. You can only tell them to learn a skill. Mm-hmm. What skill would you want to impart wisdom onto your younger self? Use both hands. You cheeky bastard. Jason, do you yeah, have a, a good one? Do you have a, a skill? No, not really. Not I really? hate my younger self, so he doesn't get to learn anything. <laughs> I, I would definitely pick up like either piano or guitar. No so in between. This is why I thought of it. I was like, it would have been really cool if I told my younger self to like pick up guitar. Cause I feel like that's one of those skills where you kind of whip it out at a party mm-hmm. and like people kind of like a douchebag. Yeah. Yeah. But people enjoy it for some reason. See, one time I tried to whip it out at a party and I got arrested. I was there. I remember that. Yeah. They're like, dude, we don't want to hear Wonderwall for the eighth time. (laughs) We're just going back and forth, singing the song over and over again. There's nothing you would want to teach your younger self, Jason? No, I told you I hate my younger self. Whoa. You don't have to learn anything. Yeah, but you get to come back and then you instantly have that skill taught. I hate myself. Do you need to Would you go back and fight yourself? Oh, hell yeah. Do you think you would win? Uh... Maybe because I got the weight advantage. Uh, oh, you just lay on him. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I was gonna just be- smother him. <laughs> I don't know. He had thick chest. He could have just pushed you to the sky. Well, this is true. Very I true. was saying like youth, like you know, eleven, twelve, kind of like when you're in that age where you start trying different things. Oh, know? that changes things. Yeah, Jason, I think you could take yourself when you were probably, eleven. Yeah, I was gonna say. I would hope so. <laughs> I was gonna, how big are you, a big boy? Back then, he stopped growing at age four, <laughs> and he's been six two ever since. Oh yes. God. I don't know. I I thought guitar would be pretty cool, or mm-hmm. like dancing. Like I wish I would go back and like learn how to dance, so I could mm-hmm. you know do a break dance when the, so you can the leave room clears. Behind. You want you want a b boy? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> I I do want to leave my friends behind, but that's unrelated. Unfortunately, you don't have any to Damn leave it. behind. Got him. <laughs> okay, Justin, what's your drunk sober thought? Should college be free in terms of a tier discount rate? So ignoring like private schools, they can do whatever they want. Okay. But in a public school situation, state funded school. Okay. If you get a certain grade, you get X amount off your tuition. Ooh, okay. So instead of free school, if you get an A, good. You, you pass, you, uh, or it, because some people aren't good to test, some people aren't at this, and you don't want to put a disadvantage of that. You could even do a, a more reasonable one. It's like if you pass the class, you don't have to pay. If you oh, fail, if you the, fail class, the class, you have to pay because yes, you wasted can. the state's time, you wasted your own time. Yeah, but like, where would that money go? Let, let's say hypothetically, because in this system, you would have to either rely on a number of students failing, so grades are more scrutinized, right? In in your mm-hmm. one, or um. The entire thing is funded and anyone failing is extra money that goes into the school to do what with that one. It would do extra money. So like anything extra to pay for whatever could be profits. But you don't want to incentivize failing. You want to incentivize people passing. It's not it's not a punishment to fail. It's more an incentive to pass. I get where you're coming from. Mm -hmm. And I think that makes a lot of sense. The only scrutiny I would say is I do think it like you could easily incentivize failing. Well, yeah, you know what I mean? It's like um, I know there was this hospital that tried out this thing where because their budget was originally organized around how many people they can get in and out the door. Okay, so they did something different. I'd have to find where I found this because it was a while ago. 
Mm. It doesn't count if it's an episode of Scrubs. No, this is different. Uh, okay, just checking. <laughs> uh, but um, so basically, the hospital did something. They had a s- set budget. I so, would hope the hospital does something. No, 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 no. But like, it's set budget. Okay. And anything, if the, if the amount of people, if the return rate was low, they got to keep any of the extra money for the hospital. Okay. So the school has a set budget. They get their money. Okay. So if like, a student fails. Oh well, they they have to pay something. But like for the most part, or like if that student fails, it doesn't add more into the budget. It just like goes to something else. What if what if you had a student, let's say that was um, came from a poor family, right? Mm-hmm. And they're going to school for free mm-hmm. and they fail the class and they can't afford to pay it back. How would you do that? Oh, uh, you could probably go with like a payback system, pay, a payment plan. Like you okay. don't have to charge interest, but like. OK, maybe you have like yeah. X amount of unless years. they're like if they went into it and they just slacked off. They they have to pay it back. Like that's on them. They took the risk. They're it's like taking a loan out from the government. Justin, I think this idea is really interesting, mm-hmm. and I think it's like it needs more like conversation yeah. about it. Because people, I like are, it. people I like, are so against. I get where you're coming from. People are so against like free free school. Yeah, because it's like oh, it's a waste. It, it like pe- like uh, the classic. I paid for my school, and people should have to pay for it. It's like yeah, but if it betters the entire society. <laughs> So, like, yeah, I would rather everyone be educated for free. The people that say, like, oh, I paid for my school had their parents pay for their school. They either had their parents pay like, for the school or they were in school when they could afford it on a part time job. This is unrelated because, but I saw like an article. Don't ask me where I saw it or where it was from. I think it was on Twitter. And it was like <laughs> how I was able to afford my house on a single income. It was like my mom bought it for me and then I paid them back. Oh, it's like, know, oh, cool. I should do that then. I'm doing everything wrong. Yeah, thank God. Why didn't I think of that? Have rich parents. <laughs> but yeah, it, it it could be beneficial. I mean, you're going to have like situations where people like fail a class because they can't attend it or something else happened. Yeah. Which you have excuse. You have excused. But like if like you'd have to be a little more like you said before, be a little more scrutinous at the beginning. I- yeah, I, I I understand. Like, I think you're laying the foundation for something, but I, I think you can build on it and do mm-hmm. something more with it. I like your like I like your idea though. You know it, I mean? It's somewhere to start. Yeah, because yeah, to get the people who are against just having free college, because I'm all I'm good with paying for someone for my, with my taxes for people to be higher educated. No, but, I want my taxes back. Oh, say no more. Taxes, taxes, theft. <laughs> I don't care that it pays for roads or yep. the police or yep. the firefighters. Uh huh. Theft. You know what? Say no more. Even though I have representation. Yeah. Historical context. Good. Yes. Sports. Got him. <laughs> but yeah, I'm not okay with paying for people who are going to fail. Um, The only thing I'll say is like, I think college is more than just an educational system. Mm-hmm. I think it's a community where you learn to grow on your own like like for me i felt like the most valuable thing wasn't just like the education i got but i interacted with a lot of different people from a lot of different places so for me like i grew as a community like, staying on campus yeah i stayed on campus all four yeah years. i'm not for that like i am cool with paying for your tuition and classes oh so staying- if you want to stay on that's an extra like you that can is pay like that. the most expensive thing yeah i think it's like what like it's not even like that expensive to pay for classes, right? Yeah. But also like I would you're going there to get a higher education. Okay. Cuz like yeah, that's what I would okay. be cool with paying with. Sorry, so you're saying classes are free. Mhm. 
However, if classes, wanna, tuitions covered by. So anyone that commutes to school is is free. Yep, they're good. But if you stay on college campus, you got to pay for that. You got to pay for your meal plan. You got to pay for all that. Pay for that. Interesting. Yeah. Um. The I'll push you against that because there was a lot of people I saw at my school mm-hmm. that were from less than fortunate situations that were like, I'm so glad I'm here because they stayed there year round. A lot of times I tried to because they couldn't really go home or Mm -hmm. um, they didn't have a great situation at home. So being at school, they were, you know, trying to get their degree and working very hard. How were they paying for it? They got loans. They got student loans. You can get student loans to pay for your room and board. Yeah, but. But it's going to, in the long run, it's going to be cheaper than having to pay for a school and also staying on it maybe so you can have the same situation you're just gonna be paying less maybe i i think it warrants more thought you know i i like where you're coming from though i i I agree i just you know i mean like i think it it needs more in-depth conversation but i like it i like it deductions for wanting to learn no learning yeah at all but more importantly what's the most badass movie scene you've ever seen i thought about this it's it's for sure the avengers either portal scene or the scene where oh spoilers for Avengers. Oof. The portal scene or when Captain America does the thing in Endgame. Mm. I have another one, but I'll What's say What's the other that, one? Uh when Thor does his entrance in, entrance in Infinity War. Okay. Cuz I I think that got a lot of people hyped in Marvel as well. All right, that's fair. That's fair. Jason? I have reasons behind that as well. I feel like any scene from the first John Wick movie. Ooh, come on, you can, give us give us Mainly the first one in the house. For oh, where he's just taking down yeah. all the people. Yeah. See, I'm more on board with Jason here. Okay. Because I feel like all the all the Avengers ones that you talked about mm-hmm. are epic. That's fair. I wouldn't necessarily say badass. Oh, okay. So you're so so I left I I left this open to interpretation, but okay. I, I like where you're coming from. I really like Bender or Jason's. Okay, that's fair. You know what? Mine. You, okay. Go have ahead. you ever seen the movie uh, Ip Man or IP Man? It's no. uh, Donnie Yen. He is. Um, He's master it or it's like it man's like basically Mr. I, I yeah, yeah. So he's he's the guy who trained Bruce Lee. OK, so it's during the 30s, like late 30s. Nothing bad happened during that time, as you all know. OK, so he's the best martial artist. He does uh, Wing Chun. Wing, Wing Chun. Yes. Wing Chun. Mm-hmm. And there's a scene where. This uh, Japanese general who they occupied this part of China, he uh, he he's like, hey, I, I well, he's not he's not this casual. He's like he really likes martial artists. So he invites people to come like do fight Japanese versus the Chinese and just like sparring matches type of thing. Uh, then one guy gets killed because because they were fighting for rice. So the Chinese pe- workers were fighting and they're like, oh, yeah, if you win, you get rice. So guy is like, yeah, I'll fight three people. And then he lost. And then he he fought one guy, beat him. And he's like, I want to fight three more. And then he lost. And then this really annoying uh, Japanese general guy just shoots him. But then like the main villain who's like, he's just like a sportsman. He just wants to fight. He's like, no, don't ever shoot anyone here again. So Donnie Yen's character comes in. He sees the guy get murdered, just shot in cold blood. Donnie Yen walks up to the thing. He's like. I want 10 men. Jesus Christ. And he takes out everyone. He's breaking legs. He's punching the shit out of people. There's just blood coming off it. There's at one point, it's beautifully choreographed, where he's fighting three guys at once, just blocking everything. 
and it's oh it's beautiful it's so good that's a really good scene that is more and, in line with jason's and then they thing. throw him the 10 bags of rice and he picks up his baked potato and walks out cool yeah he just can give a fuck okay um yeah i guess you're right like mine's more like epic than mm. badass like I, yeah. I guess that's how i kind of interpreted when you asked it mm. but yeah i get where you you and jason are coming from that's yeah. really cool it's like one guy going ham i also so like now that covid's kind of over allegedly right? allegedly if it even started ending Everyone's getting vaccinated, right? Allegedly. Connecticut said you don't have to wear a mask anymore. Or condoms. As long as this thing. Do you guys feel nervous? Going- I think that second one was always optional, Justin. Thank you. What? You don't have to wear condoms. The government said it. The CDC is like, you can take it off. Shit. No. Um. So, like, do you guys feel nervous, like, going into places without a mask on? Or are you still wearing a mask and, like, feel awkward because you might be the only one wearing a mask in that location? Uh, I did uh, like a week ago, mm-hmm. my work occupation place that gives me a paycheck every two weeks. Uh, the policy changed where if you were fully vaccinated, you no longer have to wear a mask. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was really awkward for the first two days. And then I got over it real fast. Really? Yeah. It, it, it's it, just that quick. Yeah. You just get used to it. Um, So like I went into work yesterday, like a few people were wearing masks and mm-hmm. like it was it was like, okay, like, we're, we're, and then like today, no one wears it. I was like, that was just quick. Do you have an official policy or? Yeah. Like last week it was, as long as you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask anymore. Mm-hmm. Jason, same thing. You're. No, we still, we're, I don't, I don't really know to be completely honest. Did they like give out like a. No, just like kinda, they, hmm. they kind of said it, but like at most there's like 10 people in my office and my office is fucking giant. Mm. Oh, and that's sorry. like a busy day most of the time there's not that many people there oh so you can kind of just rock without one or you basically still wear it i mean it depends where i go mm. okay. it depends on whether i put one on or not honestly well yesterday like i went to the shop till you stop stop and shop um and there was I'm a going few home there was a few people that were uh not wearing masks mm. i was like oh yeah that's okay that's supposed to be okay now you know I was wearing a mask and sh- I like, I didn't even think about it. I just put it on and I was like, I'm just going to wear this. And I walked in and like, there was just a bunch of people that were wearing it. It's like, it's weird. Like we're in this weird switch where like, we have to mm-hmm. come back to reality. You know? It's like what the reverse when it first started, yeah. every, like you saw like the, the quote unquote weird people wearing the masks. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> You're a madman. Yeah. And now it's slowly phasing out. You saw training day for the first time the other day? Yeah. I'm a, uh... I'm a little late to the party, but uh, the 2001 classic starring Denzel Washington and Ethan Hawke mm. training day I saw for the first time. Yeah. I mean, I knew of it basically, but I saw it for the first time. You're better than me. Actually, like I know I know what the movie is, but I have never had the motivation to watch it. Like I know where it's mm-hmm. at. It's really good. I, I want to like I, it's not that I don't want to watch the movie because I know it's a good movie. It's just like, you know how like you have to be in the right mindset to watch certain movies. Yeah. Like you have to just sit there and watch it and be involved mm-hmm. in it. I've never been in that mindset. When- Put it this way. There's a reason why Denzel got a uh, Oscar for that movie. Is that good? Yeah. It's because he didn't get one from Malcolm X. <laughs> oh, OK. That's the reason. <laughs> but he was still really good in this movie. I've been seeing clips of his Malcolm X portrayal. Yeah. And uh, I want to watch that movie, too. Just embodies. I love it. Okay, But yeah, so uh, I I did have one big issue with training day. Yeah, with training day. What's that? So 
in it, the very end, I'm going to give a little spoiler. Um, Denzel claims that King Kong ain't got shit on him. Okay. I'd like to point out. I know the scene. Yes. That um, based on the uh, 1933 film, um, the planes at the end were rocking Browning M1918 mounted guns. Okay. That shot 30 caliber bullets, which I don't know if you know how big those are. Freaking huge. Freaking huge. In my experience, that's huge. Yes. And um, at the end of training day, they are carrying around basically a variation of the AK-47, which I believe is 7.7 millimeter rounds. I don't know why you're asking me. Yeah, I don't tiny, know. tiny, tiny little boys. Okay. Um, King Kong is getting riddled with 30 cal bullets. Mm-hmm. Like the entire fight scene on top of the Empire State Building. Mm-hmm. See, I would reference the uh, the 2005 movie, but this came out before it, so I have to go with the source material. But getting riddled with Browning bullets and the Lewis gun, which is basically the same thing. Shout out. Uh, shout out to Internet Movie Firearm Database dot org. Mm-hmm. I just want to get the information. And out he, the- King Kong is still smacking down planes. He's he's protecting this little woman. OK. And. Just fighting until it couldn't go no more. Mm-hmm. Denzel Washington gets lit up at the end by a bunch of Russians shooting this AK variation at him, which have tiny, tiny bullets, and he doesn't do shit about it. He just dies. He gets, he just gets just riddled with bullets and dies. King Kong fights. Yeah, but in training day, what year is it? 2001. So 2001, mm-hmm. King Kong died in 1930. So, I mean, who lasted longer? Uh, in terms of full age, probably King Kong, based on his size, mass, probably, age. Yeah. But King Kong it. took a lot more bullets, and they were a lot bigger. So I think King Kong does have shit on him. Also him being like a 60-foot gorilla. Probably it helps. helps. Yeah, it, it helps. helps. Yeah, it helps. But uh, yeah, more more props to King Kong. Okay, yeah, right. that's fair. That was a very long winded like explanation of. Mm-hmm. I had to explain it. One guy got shot, the other person got shot, and one survived. One a was a longer. giant ape. Just saying. Yeah. Well, he's got shit on him. Well, that's all I want to say. It's the start of Pride Month. That's that actually happened. You know, Pride parades are going to be going on. Nice. Celebration of the LGBTQ community. Is it LGBTQ plus now? Is that what it is? I don't I believe so. I think it's been that for it's a while. Plus now? Okay. Congratulations. Like that's awesome that we get to celebrate. Uh I think a lot of people probably get to be feel invigorated that like so many people support their stories and they get to feel comfortable with who they are. Mm-hmm. So this is all coming off the top of my head, by the way. I just wrote it's LGBT it's uh Pride Month. Go for it. So it awesome. I'm I'm kind of excited, you know, feels good for them. Like, that's yeah. awesome. Shout out, be yourself. Yeah. Are you guys going to be attending any uh, marches? I went. I know you've gone. I went to Pride in the city. What, two years ago? Whenever the last one was. Okay. Yeah. Fun time. It seems like a a good time. A lot more sponsored floats than I expected. It's starting to become a very like. Yeah. um, I didn't know Capital One was. (laughs) It's 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 a little. It's a little. A little weird there, but. 
people on the floats look look like they're having a grand old time. As long as you're having a good time, and I think being respectful, and you know, yeah. So it's cool. So celebration to all the people. If any of you guys are listening, females, I use guys as a non-binary term. So apologies if I don't know because I know. Yeah. You know what I mean. You're explaining it. Yeah. Well, I have to also start this podcast off by correcting a mistake I said last week. This is I thought about this after I said it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there has been no actual federal like bills to address police violence. I said that they had banned chokeholds and stuff like that. A lot of that had been passed through the House and Biden had proposed, mm-hmm. but it got stopped in the Senate. And uh, it has not been passed yet. So that's a correction on my end. None of that stuff has happened. And also, I said something about qualified immunity, but uh, look it up yourself. Because you're wrong. Probably. I mean, you're mostly wrong all the time anyway. Somewhat right at some times. Okay. Yeah. We also had breaking news just before we started this podcast. Uh, Dr. Fauci's emails have been revealed to the public under the Freedom of Information Act. (gasps) Uh, from what I saw, not much there, but I, th- it's also a developing story. So I don't know if people are going to kind of delve into it, see if there's maybe something there. That's some, some juicy details. Some maybe some tea. Ooh, I, I got some, uh, official document right here. It says, uh, he's a fucking nerd. Oh, I knew that. Good. I'm an, ins- I'm an insider. I know <laughs> you hang with him. I hang out with Dr. Fauci all the time. Oh, it makes we're, sense. We're boys. Shouldn't he be working? You would think I'd get him on this podcast, right? But yeah, right. <laughs> haven't. Damn, it's almost like we never hang out. He's on every single YouTube video I've ever seen. Yeah, I don't get it. I keep getting these things popped up for like Dr. Fauci. And I'm like, he Stop told that. he told me he didn't want to tarnish our relationship by uh, sullying it by showing up on the podcast. So. Jason, I think, uh, I think he's getting played <laughs> a little bit. I don't understand. It's like a text conversation. He told me he was Dr. Fauci. So D- does it say Daddy Fauci as his <laughs> Twitter handle? It says D Fauci. Oh, no. <laughs> But not just D, it says D E E Fauci. Oh, well, that makes sense. The Octor. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Seth Rogen had some uh interesting thoughts on cancel culture in comedy. He believes that comedy doesn't age well and that if you said something terrible in the past, you should just pat, uh own up to it and move on. Some people had some varying opinions on that. What do you guys think? Do you think comedy ages well? Do you think it doesn't age well? Like yes and no. Okay. If you're doing edgy comedy, it Probably may doesn't. age well, may not age well. If you do silly comedy, it may age well. I have a hot take here, actually. <gasps> There's a about lot the show of friends. The reunion happened recently, yeah. right? You know how many how many jokes and friends are just about like gay jokes? Oh, a lot of them. Yeah. I don't know if a lot of well, them. Well, Ross is really uncomfortable with his son playing with a doll, right? Yeah. That's not very Pride Month celebratory. There's a lot. There's a lot of gay homophobia stuff yeah. in friends. Let's not talk about that. Yeah. Um, so I have a hot take when it comes to like a lot of people's like favorite classic comedies. Mm-hmm. I have a hard time watching them because they're so different than the comedies I enjoy, you know, growing up that like kind of shaped my my youth and the things that I enjoyed. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't really enjoy them as much. And I don't. So like I wonder if this. Well, take, what do, you, do you have like an example? Of- um, Like I tried to watch Blazing Saddles a little while ago. Yeah, that's something that's uh very much of its time. Very much of its time. Um, what was what's the golf one? Oh my god, Caddyshack. Yeah, Caddyshack. I couldn't get into it. I watched the whole thing. I know, I know, I know. I, I I'm not trying to. Does that have like timely references or? 
I can't remember. It's been a long time. It's since the, I've seen even Yoshi. like the Bill Murray scenes. Like no, no, just... Bill Murray. Bill Murray's hilarious, but um, like Bill Murray's not in it as much as you think he would. Like he's mm. he's in it very little, right? Sparingly. Well, who don't you like in it? It's not that I don't. It's just like the, Is it Rodney? the it's like the pacing of I the movie. Hey, get no respect. It's the that pace. Was a really good, Rodney. That was really I'm good. Gonna keep going, but. <laughs> But the pacing of the movie, mm. you know, it's very much of its time. Like, we pace movies differently now. Like Hot take. Just, it feels different. You ready for this? Okay. I don't like The Godfather that much. Ooh, this is not a comedy. But I respect it, but it's very slow. That, that's where I'm getting with you. you the pay, it, it, it's too long and boring. And that's somebody who will watch Lord of the Rings extended cuts through and through yeah like i i respect a lot of those movies and all this. so i wonder mm-hmm. if seth rogan's take on comedy maybe not aging well maybe it's for a lot of things but yeah like I, I don't think we should hold comedians accountable for the actions of their past because if they're not telling those jokes anymore mm-hmm. like remember kevin hart got into some hot water because he some had some very homophobic jokes yeah i mean back then when he was coming up everyone was homophobic you know what i mean yeah. like People were just homophobic. I think we forget that. Like, no one was perfect. Yeah. I don't think it's fair to hold him accountable for that. Like, it, it, It's one thing to kill the guy over it now, but if he's showing that he's grown from it, that's like with the Eddie Murphy thing, because what was it, Raw or Delirious? Raw, he uh, went really aggressive. I think maybe it was Delirious. Yeah. I don't know. He came out against that, and he's like, hey, I messed up. This was like years ago. It's a funny sketch, I, I don't too. think he really, like, got called out for it. He, like, just came out and was like, hey... This was fucked up. No, uh, I think he did get called out for it. Oh, he he was, yeah, I think he kind of like was like, yeah, remember this? And he was like, yeah, like mm-hmm. very much of its time. Yeah. But I don't, I mean, like, I think you should just view it in the lens of the time it was created. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then enjoy comedy today. And yeah. right. Comedy is evolving. It's, it's like uh, art. It's never been the same. It, you have to keep evolving regardless. Yeah. Listen to Hot Takes and Beer Breaks. The funniest podcast on the planet says yeah. Dr. Fauci. I say the word penis a lot. <laughs> but no, yeah. Um, I think Rogan's right. Oh, yeah. That is Seth Rogan. I instantly went to Joe Rogan. Nope. Not him. He's not funny. This is a no Rogan podcast. No, no Rogan podcast. What did you, uh, you wanted to talk about the NBA, right? That, yeah. That's why we're wearing uh, basketball jerseys Yeah, we're today. wearing jerseys of players who aren't in the league anymore. <laughs> Magic Johnson's not in the league anymore? Shit. Yeah, you're only about like, what, 25 years out? Very long time ago. A yeah. little bit longer than that. Mine's yeah. a little more relevant with Ray Allen, but I have the Supersonics jersey on <laughs> A team that doesn't exist. Yeah, anymore. at least mine's a team. Yours is because I have the Lakers and you have mm-hmm. Seattle Supersonics. Yep. Oh, I love it. So, but uh, yeah, I think it's the new age of uh, it's the new age of uh, the centers. They're making. I'm really a glad you're bringing this to light, and this hasn't been discussed before, Justin, at all. No, it's been talked about. But I'm I'm interested to hear your take on why you think it's the new age of centers. Well. Because I've been dabbling. At, really, the pandemic kind of got me into basketball. Okay. Because it was like the only sports on. Hence and the Ray Allen jersey. Yeah. Well, no, I've always been a Ray Allen fan. Okay. Love sharpshooters. But before it was cool. Ray I Allen's got, the hipster. Uh, I, got a story to, I got a story to tell you after this, actually. I don't want to hear it. Okay. But yeah. So it, it's funny because if you look at like the uh, OG NBA, Jason, you can back me up on this. Like who were the dominants? You always got your. Big man, basically. You got your wilts. You got your bills. Creams. Creams. Just dominant. 
Yeah. And then uh then like uh Magic, uh Larry. I mean Larry's a forward. Power forward? Shoot. There. Uh small forward. Small yes. forward. Uh then you got your Jordans coming in. Uh LeBron started he was just kind of forward point guard every goddamn position. Mm. And now we're starting to see a, a rise back of well, there was Shaq. Shaq, Hakeem. Well, so like in like pure, pure dominance. I think Shaq is the last like pure center. Duncan. Damn, was he a center though? Uh, Duncan was a power forward. Yeah. Like but but the thing is same. centers and the big men have always had an advantage for just being taller. Yeah. Well, their only disadvantage is mostly that they were slow. But now you got guys like Joel Embiid, you got uh Jokic, uh Giannis, who won the MVP of the past two years. Is Giannis a center or is he a power forward? He could be a center. He, he's a he's yeah. a stretch five. He can it? literally be any position he wants on the court. But for the most part, he is dominating in the paint. Yeah. Most so, of his minutes, I believe, are at either small forward or power forward. Yeah. Okay. But I well, I'm more thinking it's not centers, but like big men. Big yeah. men are making a dominant return. Um, I don't know. I the because I think like centers, like when I think of centers, I think of like you just throw it into them mm-hmm. and they're down there, they're down there in the post and they just, you know, yeah. put it well, up. That's the thing. Imagine if Shaq had a three point shot. Well, that's well, that's what I'm trying to say is like Giannis to be successful, right? Everyone's mm-hmm. saying he like he has to develop a three point shot or a mid range shot or Joel Embiid the same way. You know, you know what I mean? Like whatever. Jokic and Joel can shoot. I think they both can shoot, right? Yeah, that, but like that's why it's like it, it. The league evolved into a three point shooting thing because of Curry mostly, and uh, then now these big men who are able to also dominate in the paint. And also shoot the ball. I, so they yeah. have an advantage on both ends because they can play defense because they're just big. I think that the age. Not all of them. Well, for the, for the most. What's with Mark Gasol draining threes randomly? He changed his game. Yeah. where did, He's 80 years old shooting bombs. I think to be successful in the NBA, you have to be able to shoot the, the three. Now it like, is. Like, that's just it. Like, like, the biggest criticism against Ben Simmons is like, what can you do, man? Like, right? Like, he's a pretty good scorer, but mm-hmm. he can't shoot. Yeah. So it's kind of like you're a little limited. So, I mean, I, I get where you're coming from, but I think like everyone's kind of in a, I, I don't think they'll ever make a comeback. Like, I think you'll always have to be. Well, either- no, no, no. Not like your classic centers, but like big men who could do it all now. I feel like that's going to, who's going to be dominating the league from now on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But because, like, yeah, Curry can drive to the basket and all that. But he's kind of useless on defense. Um, I mean, Clay's like one of the best defensive players, and he's a three-point shooter. He's well, a small forward. He's hurt right now. The reason I think Steph Curry is a little useless on defense is because he gets so tired out because his ability on offense to get open mm-hmm. takes so much out of him. That, But you know what would help that? If he was seven feet tall. <laughs> so like just Kevin, being a big body inside. Well, like Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant's game isn't necessarily inside. Like he's a shooter, he's well, a yeah. sharpshooter. Well, he he could score literally anywhere. Anywhere, he's, yeah, he's true. amazing. But you know what I'm saying though? Like you're gonna see a lot of these huge dominant centers and like tall, tall guys dominating the league from now on. Seeing like them being MVPs. That's the skill I should have told my younger self: be taller. It's true. Yeah, I yeah. Taught that. You should have tried harder to grow upwards. I get that. Okay. Yeah. That's maybe. Maybe. 
Mm-hmm. Um, these fans, though, in the NBA, mm-hmm. wildin', just crazy. Well, I mean, uh, what like, I mean, Boston fans, New York fans, there, well, I, Philly I don't fans, know. It's, cream of the crop. There's a bunch. Well, J- Jason, how many of them have really popped out in recent? Because there was, I know there was a two in Boston. Two. There was one that threw a water bottle at Kyrie, and then wasn't there another one that ran onto the court in Boston? Or was no, that that in, was that was in Philly? That was in Philly. Of course, yeah. there was, was the one who poured the popcorn on Russell Westbrook. That was Philly. Yep, that was Philly. That was Philly. Like the ones that threw batteries at Santa during that one baseball game back that was in like Philly, the eighties. That was Philly. Like, uh, no, but like, there's been a bunch of like fans like just being emboldened to do things. Like mm-hmm. I know it's been a problem for a long time, but it. it is it because of the pandemic's over and everyone's back and everyone's like got this pumped up, pumped up energy, you think, or that uh, people are assholes. Um, mm. Most of the people who are causing problems are from Philly. So we think we just need to get rid of that. You want hot take? Russell Westbrook didn't, doesn't deserve this. Apparently the, he's a good guy. He's he's there's I don't a, think that's a hot take. Probably. I don't think anybody deserves to have shit thrown at him. You're right. But like the 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 idea around the league is Russell Westbrook. Carl Malone deserves it. Why? Yeah, why? Because he like had sex with a minor. I looked into why people hate him. Apparently he had sex with a minor. Okay, that's fair. Um, We don't support sex with minors. There we go. Hot take. Hottest take. Hot take. I can't believe we have to say that. Um, But no, yeah, like Russell Westbrook has the mentality of like, oh, he's an asshole. But he's a nice guy. He gives his shoes to fans all the time. Mm -hmm. He's just an asshole on the court, or that's his perception. The media is—he's he's there to win. He's not trying to, yeah, not exactly. trying to fuck around. Like, he doesn't deserve that. Like, and like Kyrie Irving, like regardless of his perception, like he doesn't deserve to have a water bottle thrown at him. And yeah, I think there was one other one in Boston or something. Well, but of course, it's wicked good. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's a stop doing that, fans. Yeah, you run the experience for everyone else. Speaking of assholes, not speaking of assholes, but. I love watching Damian Lillard play. He's incredible. Yeah. Like, I don't think I've seen him smile. He's just dead serious and then does the the Dame time. Oh, I love it. Just taps his wrist. Dame's incredible. He dropped 55 the other day. He said he's not leaving Portland ever. Cool. I might buy a jersey by him. That's fair. Like, that's fair. I I love sharpshooters who just like, I don't think I've ever seen Ray Allen really like pumped up happy. That's a dude that could go to like a big city too Mm -hmm. with like a lot of people would give him max contracts everywhere. Yeah, that's crazy that he's going to stay in Portland. I think he could do something if he gets like a good like center because you don't need a shooter. You got him. You just need defense. And who's his second? Who's number two? Uh, CJ McCollum. Thank you. Okay. What happened to CJ? I haven't heard much about him. Is he doing all right? Yeah. Okay, I mean, they're in the playoffs. It's fair. Mm-hmm. That's interesting, I guess. You know what else is interesting? It's not really interesting. It's fucking disgusting, actually. So there was a shop in mm-hmm. Nashville, Tennessee, that was selling uh, hats that said not vaccinated in this form of the Star of David. Basically because... Interesting. You, to give everyone a quick history lesson, in Nazi Germany, they put stars of David on yellow stars of David on Jewish people to kind of signify them and kind of force them to be excluded from certain things and have them treated differently. Right. Mm-hmm. But this shop, I guess, had the idea. And I also saw like there was a T-shirt shop on Amazon or something. Fucking stupid. 
that they were like not vaccinated we're different we're being excluded it's like you're doing it to yourself idiot and like how dare you disrespect what happened in the holocaust like mm-hmm. that's disgusting right yeah very anti-semitic hot take like like what the fuck are you doing Every- i'm getting a little worked up right now actually everyone thinks they're a victim it's i don't like just i don't understand how the fuck you go from like is it is it just like everyone's talking about the holocaust and how awful that is and like there's a lot of comparisons to be made to like i don't fucking get the comparison like if you're not going to get vaccinated and you're being excluded for that right because you're making choices that affect other people right mm-hmm. that's not the same as being jewish no 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 you don't understand john because me not getting a vaccine is the equivalent to a tyrannical leader who wants to me to be dead because of my religion like no, no, no! You don't. You're not getting it. I'm not you're, getting. You're it. not getting it. I'm not getting Cause, it because, because listen, it's like I'm being persecuted against people who, mm. who, uh, who are thinking. It like, Shit. I'll say this. I'll go out on a limb and I'll extend an olive branch. And I don't. I'm, don't. No, 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 no. Not to these. Light people. It on not, fire no, no. Fuck, it. fuck these people. If you got a fucking star of David, not vaccinated shirt or hat mm. or whatever, fuck you. Yeah. All right. Hot, like, fu- like, but like to the people that are nervous about getting the vaccine, I'll extend an olive branch and say, I understand your concerns. It can be overwhelmed. Um, it can be scary to get into something that you don't understand. Right. Mm-hmm. But you have to trust the smart people in the room that say this is safe. You have to do this right for the betterment of everyone else. Right. Mm hmm. I think we're all in agreement of that. Like all of us have been vaccinated. We all did it. Like if you have concerns, like I understand maybe the hesitation, but you have to make the smart decision. And I think for a lot of people that's getting vaccinated, mm-hmm. unless you have a medical condition that you yes. can't, which is fucked up for the people who can't because now, now we're not going to reach herd immunity because of these assholes who are proudly not getting it. And just to fight this culture war, being an idiot is not something to be proud of. Like, we're self- they are the most proud. They're the proudest boys. Oh, God. Hot take. They are like in line with all those people. Like we call ourselves idiots here. But that's just because like. Yeah, that's we're idiots, stupid. but we're not fucking dumb. Yeah, that makes sense. I got See? what you're saying. I got what you understand saying. what we're saying. Yeah. yeah, that's so dumb. I can't believe they did this. What? What? Fucking wait, wait, hold on. Can you really not believe that they did this? I really can't actually on this I one. Can. I cannot believe that they drew comparisons to the Holocaust. They, that's disgusting. To this, I can't of, believe they uh, did this. Marjorie Taylor Greene. She said like being a Republican today is, oh no, it was um Mandalorian lady. Oh yeah, uh, Gina Carano. She's like, yeah, being a Republican nowadays is like being a Jew in the Holocaust. It's like, no, it is not. Uh, okay, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Maybe. They, Mar- they pulled it because they want the most extreme. It's like somebody on the far left who will call anyone who does anything fascist or not like racist like call him hitler you immediately jump to the worst case scenario do you wonder if like the comparisons like because like trump wasn't really (sighs) he was an idiot he was an idiot He, he was just doing things to do things yeah like so those comparisons do you think it dumbs it down for people yeah it makes the holocaust not seem as when you go to the extreme it keeps pushing what the extreme really is i think there's a lot of like extreme comparisons though like there is like oh it's a- all it's black and white everything is either 
nothing or everything. No, but I'm saying like there is Nazis in this country, right? Like there's people that are Nazis, like by definition, like you look at them, they're Nazis, right? Yeah. <laughs> so like it's tough because like you call them Nazis and then like there's yeah. people that maybe excuse that behavior and you're like, well, you're excusing Nazis. And, mm-hmm. and then when you call like somebody who just is a conservative, you call them a Nazi, then it's like, wait, so are we downplaying Nazis or are we upplaying something else something else it's like no you call people who are legitimately calling themselves nazis or the people who like just uh, got a lot deeper yeah, than i thought it was going to, to people who like invaded the capital you call them terrorists you don't call them like freedom fighters because it's like oh well, they believe something so they're fighting for it. it's like okay what about all the people around the around the world who just happen to not be white <sighs> fighting for what they believe in yeah i don't know like it's fucking dumb um we're that's a foreshadow because we're going to be talking about the January 6th terrorist attack. So we'll be talking about that after the beer break. Mm-hmm. So let's just finish this up real quick. Let's don't wear a Star David hot take, I guess. Well, no, 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 no. no sorry. It, it, don't wear it. Don't wear it as this situation. Yeah. With not vaccinated. You know what I mean? Like, don't yeah. insult. Um, don't insult a whole religion and people who went through a very traumatic experience genocide yeah um how do you feel how do you guys feel about showing your vaccination cards just jason don't care you don't care at all no how do you feel justin yeah i don't care you don't care i'm also like i'm okay with it but i do understand people's concerns with saying like oh if we start showing vaccination cards like is this not a slippery slope where um you have to like, you, like prove. I have to show my license to get into a bar. Okay, that's fair. I gotta type in my uh, social security to see my credit score. Like, yeah, I was just trying to. Again, I'm there trying is to- no like. If somebody wants the information about you, they can get it. No, no, I, I get that. I, uh, I understand like people's thought process on being like a little wary of like mm-hmm. letting this slide, but at the same time, like I think these are special circumstances where it's like yeah. prove that you got vaccinated so that way we all know that we can be safe. So maybe not the worst idea, but I agree. I I think it's pretty clear cut. Just like, yeah, just announce that you have it. I declare that I am vaccinated. Huzzah. So let's take a beer break and talk about the beer that I brought this time around. It's a Rosé Ghost. It's a Rosé Gose. Rosé Gose. I also just saw that it says uh, Gose style ale with hibiscus added. I was mm. like, cool. We're fancy. fancy. I got it because of the uh, label. Like, I don't know what the Grim Reaper with the piano is doing here, but it's the scene from Dirty Dancing. And the piano? A- oh, it's a key It's a keytar, right? Yes. I gotcha. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think that symbolizes? A uh, dying breed of music. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say guitars lead to uh, death. Yes. And then they're coming out of the side. So saxophones are better than keytars, yes. I guess. Saxophone almost sounds like sex. So if you have the keytar, your sex life is dead. All right. So this is from Hoof Hearted Brewing. Oof. It's it's a feeling, a heartbeat. <gasps> uh, 4.2%. How do you guys like it? How many beer breaks would you guys give it? I would give it. There's a lot of thoughts going into this. I'd give it nine time of your lives out of 10. Really? Nine out of ten. Yeah, I thoroughly enjoy this beer. Really? I don't taste any alcohol in it, and it's I like hibiscus a lot. It's really good. I drink actually. a lot of hibiscus um, tea. 
Um, I think it's a, like a little. S- I'm gonna go like a seven, seven or seven or eight, seven point five maybe. Mm-hmm. It is really good. Like I haven't really noticed. I've just been drinking it the whole time. It's a good kind of like, you know, what we got going on. Just kind of chilling, talking. Yeah. You know, I I enjoy it. Jason, how do you like it? I can't give an honest opinion because I finished mine. Oh really? Yeah, you guys talked for way too long before oh. this happened, so I finished mine. You know, uh, there's a way to do that. Here you you go. talk more. Oh, you got the next uh-huh. one. Ah. Yes. How many Patrick's out of Swayze's would you give it? All of them. Oh, all, all right. of them. You like it that much? Yeah, it's a good beer. I mean, he finished it really quick. So. Yeah, it doesn't oh, say sorry. much. True. True. I it's it's good. I like it. So I did the right choice. I like it. it. The quality, I would drink this again. I would actively go buy this again. It wasn't that. I, it was, I thoroughly uh, enjoy it. It was only twelve dollars. Which for I might even give it a nine point one. Really? Yeah. Wow, it's going up. Yeah. Slowly but surely, we'll get it to a ten by yeah. the end of the episode. Oh, good news! Dirty Dancing on Rotten Tomatoes has sixty nine percent. All right, <laughs> that's a good comparison. All right, so let's get into the final. Well, not the final story, but the final cumulative story. Final countdown. Yeah, yeah. Republicans are blocking a bill to investigate the January sixth terrorist attack. Now I, I'm going to link you the article. Freedom fighters. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You're saying that a group of people who are fighting for their American beliefs. No, they're terrorists. What? They but, are terrorists. No, no, but they truly believe that what they're fighting for. I don't give what they truly believe. They're truly believing in terrorism. No, no, like no, that was a switch around. But 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 John, these people were fighting for America. No, they the weren't. The way that they think it was. They fought America. It was a rigged election. No, it was not. This was no tyranny. evidence of that. It was all the evidence. Zero evidence. The, the voting booths were fake, filled with did you illegal voters that Trump kicked out. They think uh, they think Arizona has ballots with uh, they they want to check for bamboo because they think ballots came from China, which is racist that, on that a lot racist. of fronts. <laughs> Because first off, you're saying that there's just bamboo everywhere in China. Like they're like, oh, I got some bamboo I mean, on me. Bamboo everywhere. Which there should be more. I will eventually talk about how important bamboo could be for the future of our our world. It's okay. an invasive species. Yeah, but it grows so great, and we can turn it into everything. Turn Still in, racist. Turn it into a good podcast. I bet it won't. We got that covered. Well, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to challenge the bamboo, actually. No, bamboo. No, but fast. I mean, first off, so I'm going to quote the article. It comes from New York Times. I had to register for a New York Times article. I'm to read so this. sorry. It was free. So Do you get the uh, morning notifications of their I, thing? I don't know. I put you it, will every morning because I do. I will ignore it. Yes. You read the headline and then move on. <laughs> <laughs> so this uh, this person now it is the New York Times. I do believe they have a little bit of a bias. I'm not sure which way it goes. Mm-hmm. Um. So, but the way they reported this article is basically that Republicans in are nervous that the uh, in the investigation, it would be an independent investigation. So not tied to either party mm. would come to the conclusion that Republicans were largely at fault and that it would damage their party and hurt them politically. So that's why they don't want it to happen. You know, they've investigated what well, I brought up Arizona, Arizona three times for voter fraud. But God forbid we investigate January 6th and what happened then. No, no, because no, that the, the voter fraud actually happened. The January 6th attack did not. It's it's crazy because like I saw a TikTok just before and I mm-hmm. almost responded to it because 
the guy infuriated me. And uh, someone was like, someone was making the point like, like, oh yeah, they stormed the Capitol on January 6th. And I, I don't remember in what context. And the guy responded, he was like, did they? I think we all know what really happened. And I was like, no, you, f- no, you. Wait, what really happened? I don't know. He, he didn't was, explain. He he said something about some person. He was like, this person George was Soros? there. It was some like, I guess, like, I guess you would say like a left wing or liberal, like, course, political person. But like, it was Antifa that was there. But the I, time. They, yeah, he said like Antifa was there and they edged it on or something. But yeah, I, Antifa loves edging. Jason, there's who else loves edging? <laughs> Everybody. Nice. Listen, you know what? I'm on the edge. You know what? I'm going to throw it out to them. If we want to prove that Antifa was really behind it, got to have that independent investigation, right? Nope. Nope. Because it's going to be a <laughs> it's going to be a conspiracy driven investigation by the Biden administration. Hillary Clinton's emails. Other thing are going on. Al Gore was a terrorist. That's it. I, I keep, keep going. going. AOC is a brand of TVs and also somebody who's a communist. Yeah, it is yeah. a brand of TVs. I don't know what it stands for. Listen, um, I'll say this because I've talking, I've talked to a bunch of conservatives that are just like, yeah, Trump lost. Like, I voting conservative, being conservative, and having ideals. You know what I mean? Like, mm. but like these kind of people that storm the Capitol, even if you're a Trump supporter, right? Because I don't want to necessarily lump all Trump supporters in this. I don't know if that's fair. I. It's not for me to decide. What do you mean when you're doing something it's, with the presidency of the United States? You can always lump them. <laughs> to yes. Bill Clinton. Okay. Um, but you know what I mean? Like Trump supporters stormed the Capitol on January 6th because largely what we can assume is that Trump, you know, with his his constant voter fraud allegations stemmed this kind of situation where these people felt like they had to storm the Capitol to fix the election. I do air quotes right there, right? Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, we need an investigation to determine this and figure it out and get all this shit situated. But someone needs to be held accountable for this. And if that's what happened, like. Like, we need to like, even if Trump supporters are like, I still like Trump after this, I don't necessarily agree. Mm-hmm. But like you're if you didn't storm the Capitol, like it's not on you, I guess, like. I know a bunch of people that are just like, that's stupid. Like, I can't believe they did that. Like, he lost. Like, get over it. You know? Yeah. Right? Like, you don't have to make Trump supporters look like Trump supporters storm the Capitol. They need to be held accountable. Like, the ones that did. Yeah, they committed a crime. Yeah, they committed a crime. Am I, am I speaking crazy? I feel yes. like I'm not. But crazy smart. I feel like I'm not articulating well, but I'm trying to. Yeah, you're a horrible artist. Ah, shit. Some one skill I wish I could teach my child self. Nice. Guitar to art. Being tall to art. Hey man, learn to draw. <laughs> Do it better. Oh, okay. <laughs> Stop focusing on stick figures. You'll never get that down. Yeah. Give the stick figures big muscles. All right. So the last theory, last story we have is there's an interesting debate going on around the country, which I found out shouldn't really be a debate. Is uh, the idea of critical race theory being taught in schools? Now, do you guys know what critical race theory is? For the audience at home, can you please describe it for us? So I'm going to link an article to the episode if you want to learn more, because the uh, article I, li- I linked has a very long explanation and is very good. So basically, critical race theory teaches us throughout history how race intersects with like certain aspects in history and how it affects certain people of color, why certain legislation, certain bills, and how racism in this country doesn't necessarily look just like, oh, I don't like you because you're black. It's... Um, 
a system of laws maybe that are set up that disproportionately affect people of color, Mm -hmm. things of that nature. And it gives a much more greater understanding of American history, right? That's the theory, right? And it's set up by Harvard law professors back in the 80s who thought of this. Liberals. Um, Did I explain that well? Do you understand Oh, that was actually very well. Thanks. Yeah. I'm pretty proud of that. Jason, do you understand that you got that? Yes. Okay. So- Critical race theory, it's not really taught in schools. It's mm-hmm. taught in maybe some college campuses and it's yeah. kind of an idea floated around. But Republicans have been largely against it. Like, we're not going to allow this to be taught in high schools or whatever. Right. Yeah. But I don't understand their complaints because they, they believe it's going to teach kids to hate America. Right. I mean, it. they think that but I honestly think majority of them believe that. So I have a I have a hot take for oh, you. I have a hot take. I mean, I'm filled with these today. Actually, I feel like I've been out. spewing. It's almost like we have a podcast that talks about hot takes hot takes and a singular beer break. So uh, I love history. Like history is my favorite subject. It was something that I enjoyed in school. I heard you say hey, <laughs> and I'm like, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Pride Month, yeah. What? <laughs> no, sorry. What? <laughs> uh, so I love history. Like history is my favorite subject in school. Uh, it was it was always something I enjoyed. I I watched the History Channel, or I so looked, it's something that you loved in the past. No, no, uh, <laughs> yeah. So I always talked to people that understood history outside of the classroom, right? Mm-hmm. So I had a little bit greater of understanding of history than my fellow classmates, mm-hmm. and I kind of understood like as I was researching critical race theory, and I was like, what What are you talking like? I didn't realize I kind of was taught this unknowingly. Like you were taught the real history of America. Yeah. Like I was kind of taught the real history. Now there were certain things I still didn't understand. Like, like the, the attack on black wall street, like that wasn't something that wasn't covered in school. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, but there's, can we link to something in the notes about that? Cause that, that is an incredible story. I'll try to, I'll try to look it up. I'll try to do something that does that comprehensively, Mm -hmm. but that's, Definitely look that up. It uh, happened in Tulsa, Oklahoma, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, we're deviating. But I kind of understood that throughout history that there's a greater picture to be understood. And America hasn't always been the greatest when like like the Vietnam War and uh, like the Korean War and stuff like that. Like in school, we're kind of taught World War Two, the Revolutionary War, you know the context of the Civil War isn't really taught to us. So I kind of understood that a little bit more. It never made me hate america right it just mm-hmm. made me look at it with better perspective and go okay like we're not as perfect as we make it out to be but like the ideals and the formation of this country even though those are imperfect men like look at um all the founding fathers were largely racist and slave owners and mm-hmm. stuff like that but they still laid the groundwork for something that can be built to be better right yes like to be built better like andrew jackson in my opinion, one of the worst presidents of all time. Oh, one of the worst humans of all time. Yeah. He took down the banking industry, though. Right? Like, he was a president of the people, and there's a lot of accomplishments to be had there. But he led a genocide in this country. Yep. And if you don't understand that, look up the Trail of Tears. That was yep. disgusting. So, like, when you understand history, I don't think that makes you hate your country. I think that just makes you have a greater understanding of it. So, I don't understand the idea of teaching mythology in classrooms because that's all it is. Like going through public school, you're just taught mythology. You're not taught mm-hmm. history. Yeah, I went on a little bit of spiel there again. I yeah. apologize. Like, like Abe Lincoln. Mm-hmm. 
like he wasn't like he was probably equally as racist as the average person back in the day. He wasn't against against slavery. He he ended it because it was what his constituents wanted. Well, because you had to fight vampires. No, that's actually (laughs) Abraham Lincoln has interesting like you'll find evidence to say that Abraham Lincoln was framing the the Civil War in a way to kind of get his constituents on his side. Mm-hmm. But actually, Abraham Lincoln was probably much more progressive than he was. But getting, progressive but he back play, then. Yeah, yeah, back as, then. Yeah. But you understand. But he, yeah, actually, yeah, it's, it's, he it's, actually wanted to free the slaves and give black Americans freedom. Mm-hmm. But because of his political challenges he yes. may not have always stated that and there you can find writings that may be like oh yeah. abraham lincoln didn't really want this but no he did but so people automatically assume he's just like the purity of anti-racist all this when in reality he's a human being at a time where people are everyone a lot flawed. less accepting in my opinion fdr is the greatest president of all time he had sex with his cousin he got married to his cousin so did einstein but like i'm just saying what? So did Hitler. Yeah, I'm just saying. But like FDR isn't perfect. You know what I mean? Like, like there's only one perfect president. <laughs> Jimmy just, Carter. Oh, OK. I thought the way you said that it was like a JFK representation. No, JFK was not perfect. What do you guys do? You guys think critical race theory should be taught in high schools? Do you think it should be excluded to just colleges, though? Or like, is it something that maybe like when you get into higher learning? No, because. Everything I've learned in history every year was literally every school, every class, every year was was just like, hey, remember what you learned about this? It's wrong. That's wrong. Slightly. And then keeps going every year. And then senior year is like a lot of racism. They're like, what? And then college. Yeah. Uh, I actually think if critical race theory or some variation of it is taught in high school and you have a greater understanding i think a lot of people would have because it's interesting you talk to the people that didn't go to college right and Mm -hmm. i'm not saying that college is better or that college makes you a better person don't there's a lot of very successful people and a lot of very smart people that might not go to college right Mm -hmm. but alan didn't go to college sure whatever i don't care uh billy gates friend of uh jeffrey epstein uh didn't go to college that was not a good example um Mark Zuckerberg, who has caused a genocide. I You're not. In, stop disproving shit, my point uh, right here. <laughs> but what I'm yeah, trying to yeah. say is uh, largely people who who like don't go to college. Right. And they kind of maybe they made a success for themselves out of high school mm-hmm. and their education kind of stopped with high school. I think when you talk to them, maybe about history or certain things or certain things you learned in college or when you expanded your learning. uh they're like that's not true that didn't happen mm. it's like no 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 it did but you have to understand that right like got a hot take okay what's really boring what subject in school history i guess no english english nope i hated english um math yeah math come at me jason why is that boring because with math there's either the right answer or the wrong answer for the most part the answer yeah. is one or it is not. The answer is yeah, 482 no, or it's not. Yeah. So it's boring. It's a yes or no. You know what would be more exciting? If you taught history, that's not black and white. The founding fathers were perfect. No, they were complicated individuals. Let people think. Intertwine that with with uh, an English class. Write essays about what, what these people were going on during their times. Mm. 
it, there's so much more. Kids are way smarter than people want to give them credit for where they can actually think about what's going on. Yeah. I, I Give them the opportunity to do it. What sucks is the fact that it has to be called something else like critical race theory is just history. True history. Yeah. I mean, it, it explores it in a different way. And yeah. It explores how like. It shows that racism isn't just lynching. It's also redlining. It's the suburbs. It's just anything. How segregation is still alive and well today. We just don't, we, you know, separate it by economic classes, you know, or whatever. You're not wrong. Like it, it, I think history is fascinating. It's it's amazing. There is nothing more. There is so many. We have both listened. I think all three of us have listened to the podcast, The Dollop. It's talking about rival podcasts out here. No, no, no. This is a sister podcast. Okay. Yeah. Um, So they talk about American stories from American history. You couldn't make up some of these stories. No. Yeah. They're incredible. Insane. People are wild and crazy. Mm -hmm. Like, and so interesting, but you got to tell the whole story. Yeah. Like, and maybe it's like a concept of time. Like maybe there's not enough time to get to it, but like, I don't need to hear about the revolutionary war all the time you know what i mean like yeah like we talk we learn about paul revere and i forget her name right now but there was a much more successful uh writer midnight writer paul revere got caught yeah like, paul revere got caught. she um oh my god i'm forgetting her story right now but she she took a lo- much longer route i believe it was her father's route yeah look it up and uh she ended up warning a ton more people than paul revere ever did now that's not to say paul revere isn't a hero and an incredible silver cybel luddington i think so yeah yes but um like there's so much more to history than just what we learned in college like you'd be fascinated to the amount of people yeah. i talk to that don't understand certain things so that's not to say critical race theory is 100 percent correct or something that like when you teach it in school it it but I think but it makes you think. Yeah, I think if it makes you think and makes you question certain ideals, like if you question the country and go, oh, I wonder if this was the right decision. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, you should mm. always question everything and really think critically about certain things and do that. You know, yes, yeah. that's my opinion. Learn more, experience more. I feel like this entire episode was just me going on tangents for a little bit. I yeah, probably, yeah. No, we talked about history, not math class. <laughs> Got him, Jason. Got him, Jason. Do you guys have any other final stories you want to talk about? Any other hot takes? I have, I have no hot takes left. No, I got nothing. Okay. Well, that's the episode this week, guys. Uh, email in. I really actually really want to hear from you guys. If you like the idea of critical race theory being taught, expanded to high schools, you think it should be only for college students or it shouldn't be taught at all. Uh, why? You might not like that. Uh, what else did we talk about? Uh, let us know. That my jersey is better than John's because he picked one of the greatest players of all time. And I picked the greatest shooter of all time, in my opinion. No, Steph Curry's better. Well, Steph Curry is the greatest shooter now in an era where everyone shoots three pointers. Maybe. Okay. Ray Allen was an innovator back in the day. Magic Johnson versus Ray Allen. Who's better? My guy beat AIDS, but whatever. I know he didn't beat it. He's continually fighting it every day, going through a constant battle. Uh, Excuse me. Is he still alive? Yeah, he didn't beat it. Beat it. He's fighting it. And he has HIV, not AIDS. He's winning. Winning at life. Magic Johnson. Why don't you keep it in your pants instead of having the Johnson on your back? (laughs)
yeah, just email in your thoughts about this podcast at hottakesandbeerbreaks at gmail.com. You can always find us at social media on all that stuff. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Bye. Thanks for drinking with us. Find us at Hot Takes and Beer Breaks on social media and wherever you get your podcasts. Cheers. Adios. Bye.